presenting the champion of health and fitness, representing studio personal training, introducing Rob Evans! Hi everyone and welcome to Rob Evans 365. It's day number 275. And today I'm gonna to talk to you about pain. I hinted at that yesterday. Pain comes in so many different forms, doesn't it? We, we feel it in so many different ways. And here I'm talking about the physical pain, not the emotional pain. That's the, the topic of a whole other series if we're talking about uh, emotional pain, mental anguish, that kind of thing. Uh, what I'm talking about is the physical pain that we feel. And I guess in me dealing with uh, the clients that I deal with, just about every single client has some kind of pain issue, whether it be a, let's start at the, the lower half of the body, whether it be a foot, an ankle, a knee, a hip, a glute, a hamstring, a calf, um, a shoulder, back, elbow, wrist, you name it, I've uh, seen it all. Uh, everybody has got something. Me personally, I have patellofemoral syndrome in my left knee, which is a tracking issue with my knee, which means that uh, lateral movement, so side-to-side movement, uh, music I almost said, movement it causes me a discomfort um, obviously I've had the surgery on my two shoulders now uh, so I get pain from time to time mainly in the left one uh, my right knee uh, I get some pain in my right knee from time to time if I'm sitting for long periods of, of time I think the angle that I have my feet I think naturally I, how can I say, tuck them under the chair and cross them at the back uh, when I don't, it's just a reflex, I don't always realise it, or I'm sitting with them underneath my chair and my, my legs apart so the knees are out to the side, so then when I, I get up and start walking, it's like, oh man, that's, that's hurting a little bit in my knee, and it takes me a few minutes, to, or a few steps, I should say, for that to disappear. Uh, so, you know, I have... I have pains as well. Now, I guess what it comes down to is how do you manage it? How do you manage the pain? How do we reduce, eliminate the pain so that we can function in as pain-free um, ability as possible? Now, part of the network of people that I deal with is a lady that's based up in um, the Gold Coast, Brisbane, the Gold Coast, and she works with, uh, you know, making people pain free. So we're going to hook up for a podcast at some sometime in the future. Uh, but right now, I'm going to give you my perspective on um, pain and pain management. So let's uh, let's look at it from this perspective. What we do is we take individuals and make them stronger we make them healthier, we make them leaner, we make them fitter. Now the overall outcome of that is a human being 
that is more functionally strong and I would say 10 times out of 10 are less pain-free than they were when they began their journey. Some people eliminate the pain. Some people are so banged up, I suppose, in, in terms of what they've done to their, their bodies that they and just wear and tear that they're never going to be pain-free, but they can certainly reduce it and take it to a level that is much more manageable for them. Uh, So what we do in the, the functional training that we conduct with people is firstly assess where people are right now and assessing range of movement, strength, etc. So we measure those exactly. And then what we do is we we go about designing a program that suits the person's abilities. So for instance, if somebody has had a major knee reconstruction or um, doesn't want to have a knee reconstruction but just has really, really bad knees and can't do certain things, then the last thing we're going to do is get them to be doing things like burpees or squat jumps or exercises that are putting a large amount of pressure on the joint and causing pain. I mean, there's no need to do it just to say, well, we can get the person to do this this movement, but that's not going to help support them. Uh, so we, we're looking at all of those aspects to see what is the right program designed to give for this individual. And if I use the knee as an example, now I've had some really great success with our clients in this area. Now, if you take uh, the knee joint, and if I say squat down, you know, sitting on a chair, something like that, uh, you can imagine the movement. Now, uh, people that have, depends on their condition, but let's just say that for them to perform a squat, a freestanding squat, causes them a lot of sharp pain. Obviously, we're not going to continue doing that. So those people that have uh, that sharp pain in the joint, that's a bad pain. We don't want people to experience that pain. A muscle soreness, a muscle pain, a muscle burn, that's okay. That's all a typical part of growing a muscle and making it stronger. But when it's in the joint, that's uh, normally a, a bad sign and we don't want to do that. So there's a couple of different ways that you can try you can try a squat. So we experiment with all of those things to find out what's the, the right one for them. And then, you know, if that's not working, we can try, you know, using the TRX, we can try um, using kettlebells, etc., etc., uh, providing some support, all that kind of stuff. But the area where I find that does work really well is, uh, I say, our leg extension machine. Now, people can get quite a lot of pain from a squat, a leg press, other things, but not on the leg extension machine. And um, your leg extension machine is a machine where you sit into it like a chair, you're angled back a little bit, and you just move your your legs up and and back down again. And uh, we only find that by experimentation because I can have someone else that says they've got... it. It might look like they have the same issues, but then a leg press works for them, but the leg extension doesn't. It causes a lot of pain. It's funny. I mean, a squat causes them pain. So we've got to find 
you know, which one is working best uh, for each person. So we go through that process and then when we've found the, the key exercises that they can do, and some of them may change over time, then we, uh, we go about prescribing the right number of repetitions, sets, etc., etc., so that the person is continuing to, to build and grow and get strong. Now some people will go slower than others or quicker than others because of you know, the state of their injury, their existing you know, level of health and fitness, etc. Um, but the process stays the same. It's just that some people may move through the process quicker than others. Um, so the end result there is that we make the person's, uh, pardon me, uh, the person stronger. Now what's supporting uh, them to get stronger is the right nutrition, making sure that they're getting the right food into them. Um, I'll talk about antioxidants and, and so forth in a second. But they're getting the right food to feed the muscles, to make them stronger uh, because they've stimulated it through a workout and then they've got to obviously feed so that they will grow from the activity that they've um, you know, stimulated. And then uh, from there, we've got the cardiovascular aspect of it, which is also making them cardiovascularly fit. But also, um, if it's walking or whatever other exercise, it's strengthening uh, the damaged parts in that process as well, getting the blood circulating. Uh, so with that, all of that process, that helps to reduce pain. Now, whether that's arthritis, whether it's fibromyalgia, uh, whether it's just a, a soft tissue injury, um, all of these things will help to put the person in a better position. And then it's just the coaching and the consistency to keep the person on the right path uh, to their goal and success. Now, the other elements that I, I wanted to talk about with pain are your good oils. So your, your omega-3 fats. So, you know, you've got your other fats, your saturated fats, your trans fats, which are bad for you. Uh, and then you've got your uh, omega-3s, your polyunsaturated fats um, and monounsaturated fats uh, all mixed in there together. Now, specifically here, I'm going to just talk about the... Um, the good fats, so your poly and your monounsaturated fats. So I want you to imagine that these fats have so many different purposes, but um, to simplify it, let's just imagine that if you've ever used oil or you know your WD-40, which has got an oil lubricant in it, to oil a squeaky door or something like that, these oils are the same for you. I don't mean WD-40, I mean your omega-3s. Uh, and your poly and monounsaturated fats. Uh, the, these are like the oils for your joints, okay, to help you feel uh, more lubricated. Um, and obviously it has other benefits as well, but just for pain I'm talking about here. It helps reduce inflammation, uh, especially your fish oil. Your fish oil is really powerful in this regard. Helps, helps eliminate and reduce inflammation. And um, it also helps your immune system as well. Um, now, water as well will help flush out all the toxins. So, you know, if you're flushing out more toxins from your body, 
then what that means is that you're giving your body the opportunity to grow and thrive in a an optimized environment and you're not making it more difficult to repair etc now when you think about uh, your uh, you know the food that you're eating and and so forth remember what we're doing is we are putting your body in the perfect position to repair and grow and become stronger now if you don't flush out toxins if you don't put yourself in the right environment you're just eating say a processed food all the time and you're not getting the nutrients in then you are not going to give your body the opportunity to grow and repair so how can you maximize your results and do you think that there's a link with all those toxins in your body and pain well yes absolutely there is so what you need to do is make sure that you are completely optimizing yourself so that you are in the best position and when you get all of these things right then that's nature's way of helping you realize that well you're doing the right thing for your body and you are uh, you know pain pain reduced pain free now when it comes to me say oh well what about you you've got you know you had to shoulder surgery and you you know you're talking about pain in your knees and stuff well the issue with my shoulders is a condition that I was born with and uh, I guess the issue there is that um, yes the wear and tear of years of weight training has probably brought the shoulder issue to the fore but how would we ever know we can't live our lives side by side the fact is that yes I've put my shoulders under pressure from uh, 30 years of weightlifting and and so forth uh, but that hasn't compressed my bones or anything like that and the issue that I have is or had was that um, the bones were too close together and that I had an osteophyte, which I was born with, or it may have developed, who really knows, and uh, that, that was causing me the issue. So it's been filed out now and it won't, have, that particular issue won't ever happen again. My knees, patellofemoral syndrome, again, I was born with flat feet, uh, so my feet have tracked that way. I wear orthotics to try and help um, get around that. So there's another tip for you, making sure that your feet are right. Many people have issues in their hip or their knee or their ankle uh, and it may come from one way up. So let's say you might have pain in your hip but that's caused by your feet which uh, might be flat which then affect your knee which then affect how you walk which you know it's all connected as you head up and similarly on the way down. So um, it's really important to make sure that you take care of all of these aspects uh, so that you can... Uh, make sure that you're putting your body in the best possible position. Some of these things have been outside my control. Maybe if I had have done, you know, years and years of heavy squats, then maybe same thing. That wouldn't have brought my knee to the fore. But then again, my quads, uh, my legs are, are very strong, so they help remove the pain from the knee. So if I hadn't have done, you know, built up my leg muscles, maybe I'd still have the issue with the knees just by virtue of the aging process on your body like I say we'll never know because we we can't live our life in parallel all I can do now is make sure that I optimize my health 
that I'm eating all the right foods, I'm exercising uh, in the right manner, I'm exercising the right way, I'm making myself strong, I'm making myself cardiovascular fit, I work on it every single day, and uh, I have my fish oil as well, I'm drinking plenty of water every day, and I'm, uh, I'm taking steps to optimize my health all the time, and that is what is important. And that helps me live relatively pain-free. I'm not in debilitating pain by any stretch. It's just do, during certain movements. Um, you know, I, I feel that a little bit, but um, it's nothing that worries me. Um, and where it does, like the shoulders, I had corrective surgery. So there's a couple of tips that I've given you there. Another one is to come and talk to me. Uh, if you're having a particular issue, um, it's pretty rare for you to be having something that I haven't either had myself or seen before and known an appropriate treatment for it. What is also great about uh, my connections is that I have a tremendous allied health network. Uh, so it doesn't matter what it is that's wrong, then I have a contact or connection for you. Oh, even that's from a dentist. So I had a client the other day that had a toothache, and you, you know I'm I can provide uh, you know my personal dentist, who's a great dentist, has details so that they can fix that. Um, you know whether it's be you know a referral to the right type of physiotherapist to help you. It can be a, a quick assessment for something that might seem you know, bad to you, but it might be like an easy fix. Or in my case, uh, where it was a situation of going to the physio, things not getting any better, asking to be referred, got referred, and then, you know, ultimately it was surgery. It's not a quick a quick process. It does take time to go through all the elements of um, assessing because you're not going to go and see a doctor and say, right, let's do surgery. Uh, you don't want that sort of doctor. You want the sort of doctor that says, okay, well, let's do some tests first rather than just jumping in and saying, well, let's open up your heart. There might, might be something in there. Let's just check it out. Um, you want to go through all the other low inhibitor, the inhibitive type um, processes before you have to do something like that. That's a last resort. Surgery is always a last resort. Uh, so... Yeah, hopefully that has given you some, some good tips there as to what to do with your pain. The importance is making sure that you, you live a lifestyle that supports you and that you, you know, as you do get older, uh, that you have a focus on strength training. I mean, there's no, there's no alternative um, than doing it. You have to put your body through the process to feel the muscle burn and, and pain and so forth so that you uh, can grow. There's no easy way, to, easy way to do it. And if there was, that would cause another issue. If you took a pill, a man, bang, just muscles magically appeared. And that doesn't even happen with steroids. They don't just magically appear. You have to work really, really hard through workouts to stimulate that amount of growth. It takes time and effort. Uh, so that is what's important because and just for a moment there I was reflecting on my dad who 
passed away just over a, a year ago, um, a year and a week almost, that he's passed away. And I was walking around the aged care facility and you, you look at the people that don't really look that old, but, sorry, they're not that old, but they look really old. And they're obviously in an aged care facility because of, you know, the various issues that they may have. And that's, that's really sad. You know, there's not one person in that facility that's doing, a, um, I was going to say age training, uh, doing uh, weight training. Uh, because you can see it in their body. You know, that, that person that was once perhaps healthy, strong and fit is now... Uh, you know, much weaker and uh, less uh, less muscle on their body, and they look frail. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be like that. I mean, I I will lift weights till the day I die. Uh, I just will because it has such a big part of my it's such a big part of my life. Uh, but I realise the health benefits of it, and it keeps you young. And we lose muscle at such a, at such a fast rate. Um, I think what they need to develop, I, I don't know whether, I'm sure in some country around the world somewhere they're doing some work on this. But seriously, I think they need to find a safe way to um, you know, create growth hormone that they give to elderly to help them, you, you know, uh, prevent these falls and injuries that when they happen they um, you know it pretty much ends their life because of you know loss of independence and all that kind of stuff um, but um, it needs to be supported with the right type of weight training um, so that the age population can live you know functionally stronger for much longer I, th- I think that's really critical so um, that, it would be an interesting an interesting experiment I know that there are some doctors in the US they don't have the same you know requirements that that we do here uh, but doctors where that do do this and I don't like here they would do it if there was a um, say a medical condition that they found that well in order to help people get through this medical condition, we need to give them growth hormone. But I think there's doctors over there that are just, you know, prescribing it as part of their program. And um, I don't know, it's hard to have a view on that. You'd want to see the research papers to see, okay, so obviously they look good. Like I've seen examples of guys in their, you know, 60s and 70s that are powerfully strong and look unbelievable um, in terms of their muscularity and so forth. But um, are there any... You know, longer-term impacts of it. Uh, not um, not sure. You'd want to see the science on it. Uh, but what I'm saying is coming up with something that's safe, so that when people are losing that muscle density, that there's a, there's a solution there. So anyway, that's my uh, my two cents on that that part of it. I want you to be pain-free. Look after yourself. Be strong and get the right advice when you need to so that we can um, take the the next steps. Really important. All right, that's me out for today. I look forward to our topic tomorrow. And tonight, 
uh, I am talking to Ninja Nina uh, from Munich. Uh, so we might pop that one up um, tomorrow. All right, that's me out for today. Have a great day, whatever you're doing.